0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of the second chapter for 2021. For this episode, I'm thrilled to have gathered some thoughts from some of the interesting and inspirational women who have appeared on the podcast thus far. But if you don't mind indulging me, I'd love to start with a few thoughts of my own. 2021 has certainly been a roller coaster for all of us. I don't think that needs to be said. No matter where you're listening from, I'm sure you have your own and your community's own 2021 story to share. Personally, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions, but I do think the end of the year is a great time for me to reflect on where I'm going and where I've been. A chance to clean house, both literally and figuratively, and a chance to start fresh with some exciting ideas of what I'd like to do next, both on a small scale, uh, like cleaning my desk, which actually I have to say, very proudly, I've made some real progress on and some bigger ones. What's next for the second chapter? What's next for my career? Um, Do I wanna study? What's next for, oh, everything, my life. You get the idea. I'm not doing all of this reflection alone, however. I'm really lucky I've had some guidance. So toward the end of the year, I've been looking at my values and my communication styles with a CBT therapist. Um, I did a workshop with Alexandra, who's a coach I've worked with in the past, and that really forced me, well, (laughs) let's say allowed me to evaluate quite a bit The podcast played a big part of looking back on my year, because I didn't think I'd accomplished a lot in 2021. But looking back at the calendar, January 2021 saw the launch of season two, which began with a short episode announcing my dad's death. Since then, I still spend a lot of time thinking about my dad, but I've also gotten to do so much with the podcast. I've spoken to so many incredible women for seasons two, three, and four. And as I look back on how much these women have given me, I thought of the idea for this episode. It's a brief glimpse backwards, a moment here in the present, and a wish and a plan for the future. I've decided after listening to some of these words that I'll let some of these amazing women be another of my guides. Maybe they'll inspire some ideas for you for 22 as well. I've decided to put them in the order in which they appeared on the podcast rather than trying to curate what kind of order they should go in. Um, That way I can kind of listen along as you do and I've gotten to you know kind of preview some of the some of the words and i I really appreciate that these women have taken the time to send me some extra recordings, send me some words of wisdom for 2022, or look back on 2021 a bit. So, enough from me for now. Here are some brand new thoughts from former guests of the second chapter. First up, you might remember Julie Binnish from my very first episode ever. Julie was a sex therapist prior to becoming an actor in her 40s. She went through a lot to get there, and she's really funny too. So if you haven't heard her episode have a listen. Here are Julie's words.
1: I've been working as a volunteer St John Ambulance vaccinator and I've been working in centers but also going into more recently going into people's homes to see the the housebound and often the bedbound and it is such an eye opener and to have so many people live and we went to see this old gentleman the other day and he he said on the notes may take a long time to get to the door and i could see him through the window after we rang the bell and he was making his very slow progress to the door and when he opened the door he had tinsel wrapped all around his zimmer frame to decorate it and that has really stayed with me and he was really really cheerful and living with such difficulties and I think what what really struck me was that that little bit of tinsel you know there's even when things are really difficult there is hope and there's something about the human spirit that is so uplifting and I will I will remember him
0: I love this story from Julie, and I think it does really remind us that, you know, we have had, as I mentioned at the beginning, a crazy couple of years now. And, you know, if this guy can wrap his Zimmer frame in tinsel and still be cheerful, I think we all can too. So um, next up, I have Melissa Davey, who I love Melissa and have had her actually on twice, once to talk about her changes, career changes, and once to talk about the release of her film – Uh, Melissa left corporate life to become a filmmaker at 65. She has some advice for us about the journey.
2: A little advice from me to you for the year 2022. Always take the detours. Every single one that you see, even if they're scary. As you're going along your route, keep your eyes open because you might just find that one new thing that could change your life. I wish you a glorious, healthy, happy new year.
0: I love Melissa's words because I really do think the second chapter is about taking the detours and hopefully you'll find her advice inspiring as we go forward into 2022. Next up, I have Hannah-Mary McKinnon, who chatted to me from Canada about her life as a suspense novelist following a successful career as a CEO.
3: Hello, second chapter podcast listeners. This is crime author Hannah-Mary McKinnon author of several books, including bestsellers You Will Remember Me, Sister Dear, and Her Secret Son. So Kristen asked me to basically record something that would give you some inspiration. Um, and I have to say, when I first saw her message, I wasn't really sure what to say, because 2020 and 2021 have been difficult for everyone. Um, Obviously, with the pandemic, I lost my mum as well in 2020, not to COVID, but to other related health issues. And because I live in Canada and she was in Switzerland, I wasn't able to travel over to go and see her and say goodbye, which is probably one of the most difficult and guilt inducing things I have ever experienced. So when I saw Kristen's message initially, I really, really didn't know if I had anything left in the tank to give. Uh, anything inspirational that I would be able to share with you. But it turns out I do. And that is that, yes, I know this pandemic has been dragging on for almost two years. And yes, I know many of us have lost loved ones and are in despair, really, about how things have turned out. But I keep telling myself that each day that we live in this pandemic is one more day behind us. That means it's one more day closer to the light at the end of the tunnel. Because it's there, we might not be able to see it, or sometimes we think we can see it, and then there's another bend in the tunnel called Omicron. But we will get there. We will. I'm sure we will. All we need to do is hang in there, follow the guidelines, get vaccinated, and basically tough it out together. And that's really my inspiration for the day, is to keep going. Yes, we've been knocked down multiple times. And yes, this has been dragging on forever, but we will get there. So please stay safe, everyone, and keep the faith that this whole COVID stuff will soon, very soon, I hope, be behind us.
0: And big thanks to Hannah Mary McKinnon for that message. I do think we just need to keep going forward. So um, I hope you're all doing okay. Next up, I have Laura Garwin. Uh, Laura is a friend through the Wilson Triathlon Club, and um, as our club's eldest member, she continues to impress all of us. What? As the club's eldest member, she continues to impress all of us as she gets stronger and faster as she ages instead of slowing down as per conventional wisdom. It was amazing to chat with her about her professional lives, from her time as a scientist, to a journalist, to her current career as a professional trumpet player. Here's what Laura has to say.
4: Hi, Kristen. You asked me for something I'd like to impart to listeners of the second chapter. And I think I can't do better right now than to quote something that Kurt Vonnegut wrote to some schoolchildren who had asked him to visit their English class. Uh, He wasn't able to visit, but he wrote them a letter. And in the letter he said, Practice any art, music, singing, dancing, acting, drawing, painting, sculpting, poetry, fiction, essays, reportage, no matter how well or badly, not to get money and fame, but to experience becoming, to find out what's inside you, and to make your soul grow. To me that encapsulates why we do art, and... Um, I wanted to share it. Okay, well, season's greetings to everybody, and I hope that 2022 will be a good year.
0: And big thanks to Laura for that thought. I do kind of think if you're going to quote somebody else, Kurt Vonnegut's usually a pretty good choice. Yeah, I, I love that because I think we all have creativity inside of us. So whether you're in the arts, whether you're in business, I hope that you really, not just those two, Creston, um, If whether you're in the arts, whether you're in business, whether you're in uh, science, whether you're, there is art, there's creativity inside of you. So I hope you really get to dance, sing, explore this year. Speaking of art, next up, I have Lynn Ketty. Back in March, I spoke with Lynn, who went from being a publisher in the magazine world to being a multi- multidisciplinary artist. I think I can say that. Uh, here's her thoughts as we close 2021.
5: My word for 2021 has been traction. It's a little bit of an odd one. I grant you that, but I've used it a lot. I'm an artist and I have been selling my work for the last six or seven years. And when I say selling, I mean really going for it, which can be quite soul destroying. And I have been to shows where I haven't sold anything. And I have done open studios where the sales have been a bit disappointing. (laughs) But what I've realised is that all those times where I showed up were when other people showed up and made a note of who I was because they liked my work. Now, they might not have had the money at the time to buy anything, but they have come back. And 2021 was the year of three genuine surprises. A couple contacted me who saw my work three years ago at Windsor and had bought a painting. Another woman from California contacted me because she'd seen a painting on my website four or five years ago and wondered if it was still for sale. And a third person turned up at my open studios and bought a painting because she loved my work. And I said, well, how, how, you know, where have you seen me? And she said, I haven't, but my decorator told me about you. Turns out her decorator had been to one of my open studios two years before, and he remembered my work. So it's all about traction. It's all about keeping going. And it's actually becoming quite enjoyable. And those stories really, really resonate with me. So if you want to do something different in 2022, just just think about keeping going and not giving up.
0: I really like that. We can all say, oh, keep going, keep going. But these are real examples of not giving up. So thanks to Lynn for those wise, for those wise words. Next up, words from Jane Shepard. Jane came to speak with me about her life as an actor's agent. Now, as an actor, I was really nervous because agents make me nervous. It's really just a thing, I think. But it turns out she was nothing like all the stereotypical agents. She wasn't Joey's agent Estelle or any of these agents we see on TV. She's wonderful and warm. And these are her words to you for the ending of this year and the beginning of 2022. A few words from me. Just be
3: yourself and be true to yourself. Do what you know is right and treat others as you would
0: like or expect them to treat you. Simple as that, really. Short but sweet. Thank you, Jane. I spoke with Julia Bueno in June. I did a little digging and see that her next book, Everyone's a Critic, will be out in August 2022. So something else for us to look forward to in the new year. Here are Julia's thoughts.
3: In the depths of lockdown uh, in winter earlier this year, I went for a long walk with a good friend who passed on a nugget of wisdom, which might sound a bit morbid, but it has certainly had a great impact on me this year. And that is bringing to mind at times of stress or indecision, what my deathbed scene might look like. So I imagine lying in bed with all my loved ones around me, and considering, do I really need to worry about this? Um, and in the context of, of my imminent death, pretty much the answer is no. And with quite a lot of practice at that kind of mental imagery,
0: it has, it has really shifted something. I hope it's useful for you. That reminds me of people talk about what is the thing that you're going to regret on your deathbed. Is it that you didn't spend more time at work? That kind of thing. I'm going to take Julia's words as, you know, really looking at what's important so that when that time comes, I can say, I don't regret not spending time on the things that are really important. Hopefully you take those words from Julia and find something useful for yourself. Next up, I have Pam Moore. Editing my chat with Pam when we spoke was a near impossible task because we had so much in common. We had so much to talk about from Ironman triathlon to podcasting. She's host of The Real Fit Podcast, and we talked about that. We talked about pursuing our writing dreams. So here's what Pam has to say.
6: Hey, this is Pam Moore from The Real Fit Podcast here. And my biggest takeaway from 2021 would have to be do the thing, okay? Three words. (laughs) Whatever thing you're thinking about doing, if it's been calling to you and you've been saying, it's not the right time. I'm not ready. There's more research to do. I'm not good enough yet. Don't let procrastination and the drive for perfection hold you back. I think that if the pandemic has taught me anything, it's that life is short and we have to prioritize what matters to us and I know for me, like what matters to me is creativity and connection and I have found both of those things in huge amounts in creating my podcast. It was something I wanted to do for a really long time, like years and I was all ready to do it when everything shut down in March, 2020 I put my little dream of a podcast on the shelf for a good six months thinking, there's no way. I've got two kids at home. I'm homeschooling, like literally homes not remote schooling. I chose to homeschool them, which was a mistake, but (laughs) live and learn. I'm homeschooling. I'm working. Besides being a podcaster, I'm a freelance writer. I'm a health coach. I'm busy. I thought, there's no way. There's no way. But the idea wouldn't leave me alone. And as the pandemic went on and I realized, this is how we live now am I waiting for the perfect time or am I going to do it now in some imperfect way? Am I going to, you know, build this plane as I fly it? And that's what I chose to do. And when I look back on this year and I think of where I felt the most successful, what brought me the most joy, what really energized me, it was absolutely my imperfect podcast. So do the thing. I
0: love it. I hope that Pam's words inspire you. I hope that this year, maybe the second chapter has inspired you to do the thing. And if not, uh, what are you waiting for? 2022 is coming. I hope that you do the thing. Thank you, Pam. Next up, I have an equally energetic, equally amazing woman who was on the show, Taiwo Deo Payne. She's a midlife confidence coach. She helps you to embrace your magnificence, let yourself be seen and create the next chapter, which of course, I love the next chapter you really want. So she talks a lot about how you're magnificent. And she said that on the podcast, and I love it. So I'm really excited to hear her words for us now.
7: So what I want to share is the importance of having clarity about What it is that you want to create for yourself, the kind of life that it is that you want to create for yourself in 2022 and beyond. Too often we spend far too much time focused on what we don't want and in order to justify moving forward or trying something new we make what we don't want so awful it has to be terrible in order for us to be able to move forward when actually it's perfectly okay to outgrow or to feel that this just is not for you anymore and move towards what you do want if you're focusing on what you don't want your energy is in what you don't want if you focus on what you do want then you're being pulled towards what you do want so I've got a tiny little exercise that I learned from my one of my coaching tutors several years ago that you can just ask yourself and look look in the next year and beyond and ask yourself what kind of life you want to create and life stands for first of all what lifestyle do you want? What is the li- What does your lifestyle look like in the next year or so? What impact do you want to have in the world? Um, in um, on your family, your friends, your colleagues, your community. What do you want to happen with your finances? What do your finances look like, and how might those finances? help you and support the lifestyle and impacts that you're looking to create and finally what emotions do you want to feel how do you want to feel about what you're doing how you're living your life and just how do you want to feel about yourself and if you can answer those four questions that will tell you the life that is the acronym the life that you want to create and that will draw you towards what you want to create Gives you the clarity of what you want, and um, and can pull you towards it. And another thing that can help you is once you've said what lifestyle, impact, finances, and emotions you want in the next year and beyond, go back and ask yourself what that looks like now, so that you know what it is that needs to change. And be very clear, be very honest with yourself. Don't pretend that things are better or worse than uh, than they are just have the brutal facts and look at your current reality and say right this is where I am this is the life that I am leading now this is what my life looks like right now and this is the life that I want in the next year in the next three years in the next five years and then that helps you answer the question or ask the question very clearly what is the next step i need to take if you don't know where you're going then it's really difficult to know what steps to take now when i say in terms of steps i'm not saying that you need to know how and in fact don't even concern yourself with how just ask yourself i'm here this is where where i want to be what is the next step i need to take and then take it have a really Happy 2022.
0: What really stood out to me from Taiwo's words was, how do you want to feel? We talk about where we want to be in our careers. We talk about where we want to be financially or in our lives. We make these goals. But I don't think a lot about how I want to feel. <laughs> I want to feel good. I want to feel happy. But, but honestly, I, just listening to that, I was like, huh, how do I want to feel? So I, obviously, you'll have your own take from that. But I hope you enjoyed Taiwo's words and you can take something out of that. Next, I have some words from Carol Drinkwater. Carol, who talked to me about her multifaceted career, sent these words. I hope I can do them justice because she has such a beautiful voice, a beautiful accent. From Carol. My thoughts are, dance a little bit every day. Sing a few chords too if you can. No one need hear you except maybe the dogs. In front of the mirror, out in the garden, bouncing on the mattress, wherever. The world is full of so much negativity right now. Dancing lifts your spirits, and you will walk taller out there in the world. I can just imagine Carol living those words every day, dancing around her olive trees, which I'm still jealous of thinking about. Thank you, Carol, for those lovely words. And yes, I hope you all get to dance a bit every day. Jennifer Baker spoke to me in September about finally saying yes to her career in fine art and how yes opened up her world. Here's what she has to say to you now.
2: Hi, Kristen. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to say hello again and talk about my thoughts as we come to the end of 2021 and looking towards 2022. For myself, if I could give myself one piece of advice for the coming year, it would be to keep expanding, opening up towards the future and keep taking risks. I really believe that the fear of taking a risk and maybe getting rejected or doing it wrong or having a result that I don't want is far worse than actually doing it. So I really hope that everyone else out there can step out of fear, step into action. And my other hope for everyone is that they can try to, and I speak to myself while I'm saying this for everyone else, try to really stay true to your inner calling. If you feel something pulling you and I- inhabiting your dreams and seeming like something so perfect for you as a human being on this planet, that's why it's called a calling because it's calling to you. And I hope that you can all turn around, listen to the calling, and then take action from that space of really listening to the calling you have inside. I think we all have a calling here on this planet. So that's it. Wishing you all a wonderful 2022 full of creativity, inspiration, risk taking. Yeah. Thanks, Kristen.
0: I think you hear people speaking a lot about stepping into fear. But um, it's really interesting because Jennifer had a lot of things happen kind of It seemed like coincidence once she started saying yes, so I was really inspired by her story, and obviously she's going to keep trying to live that for this coming year, so I hope her wishes to you also come true. And finally, I was lucky enough this year to speak with Jill Kirk, right before I produced her play at the new Wimbledon Theatre in November. Jill is obviously a storyteller, and it really shows here in this beautiful advice. Um, I plan to give it a go, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Here are some wonderful words from Jill Kirk.
8: There are many wishes in you. There are many wishes in you who just want to be heard. The comic, the actor, the singer, the life-changing lawyer, the stationery shop manager, the firewoman, the teacher, the writer, the hairdresser, the artist, the forest ranger, the tour guide, the explorer. There might be one wish in you. There might be several. No matter how many, your wish is in you for a reason. Our wishes are our first creations, and every creation needs nourishment so it can grow. Like those other creations, drawings, songs, kittens, children, relationships, teams. They need to be allowed their own space. When we don't let a wish be heard when we refuse to let ourselves hear what they have to tell us, you already know what happens. Unheard wishes tug at the sleeve of your consciousness. They bother. They are, understandably, dissatisfied, unhappy. And sometimes, as they get older, they grieve what can you do? Fill your folded arms with reasons. Reasons why it's a silly waste of time. Reasons why people will laugh. Reasons why not. You can treat yourself like an impatient adult who's supposed to be caring for you but really isn't. I have your best interests at heart. Is that what they're saying? Or you can be kind. And you can sit with your wishes and you can wonder. Who knows what will happen if you listen? Is the outcome going to be worse than if you don't? Give yourself the kindest gift from the you of the present one uninterrupted hour with paper. And pen. Listen to all those silly, insane, mad, ridiculous, embarrassing, terrible, bonkers wishes. Let them have their space. Doodle, scribble, and play. Listen to them all and don't interrupt. Hear the wishes about who you want to be and what you love to do. They're not spells. What harm can listening do? All you're doing is gift giving. Like an indulgent Santa, you're enjoying listening to yourself unwrap some maybe long hidden dreams. And maybe not just one, but several. And maybe, maybe you know exactly what the dream is already. And if so, this gift to yourself is to imagine catching it with words or doodles on the page to hear what the second little step on the ladder is. Only a little step, one step, is very fine indeed. What would be fun? What would be doable in your busy life, given your doubts? Oh, the doubts. If you fancy it, draw the doubt monster, or the don't monster. Maybe it's vomiting handcuffs. But give it a silly name, give it a silly voice, silly shoes and silly clothes. See it tiny and ineffectual, jumping wildly like Rumpelstiltskin next to your brilliant shining wishes and the ladder of your small steps. Then, see yourself laughing at it kindly. Give it a pat on the head and watch it burst into tears it really needs a hug it's just scared give it that hug and watch it dissolve and then get back to the you time because you've got dreams to listen to and steps to design haven't you you've got a secret and it's really bloody special Give your secret a codename and put the secret codename hour in your diary every week where you will plot some more tiny steps. Sometimes you will do your tiny steps, no problem, first time. And sometimes it'll take a few weeks. That is called adventure. When you've done it four times, you're on your way. Ten times, twenty times and even just once. By listening now you're on your way. Have a great adventure. It starts with one step. Listen, really listen to yourself.
0: I think I might be listening to that a few times and then hopefully listening to myself for the coming year. I'm going to steal some of Jill's words and say that my wish for you is that you do get to unwrap some of your hidden dreams and your hidden wishes for 2022. The reason I do this podcast is because I find stories of women conquering their fears, trying new things, especially after the age of 35, especially after a time when we're told maybe we can't do these things anymore. I find them so inspirational for me. My wish is that they do something for you in your life as well. Whether you just enjoy the stories, whether you are trying to come up with the next move, whether you're a little bit scared right now, but there's more for you to come. Whatever that is, I hope that the second chapter has helped you along your way. I'm going to leave with a few words from Pam Munter, who prides herself on living an unconventional life. Uh, She also answered the call for words for this podcast unconventionally, and I hope she doesn't mind me reading her words. Pam said, lovely to hear from you. I'll decline the invitation, however. Giving advice has never sat well with me, even though I was a shrink for 25 years." I think people need to find their own way via an internal search for what matters. So to all my listeners, thank you so much for everything in 2021. I'm getting emotional, (laughs) but this podcast means so much to me and having people out there listening is everything. So I hope that you can find your way this year via an internal search for what matters. Happy 2022 from me and the second chapter podcast. Not long now. The Second Chapter Season 5 launches 18th of January. So stay tuned. See you in 2022. Thanks again for listening. The Second Chapter is just getting started, so your subscriptions and five-star reviews mean so much. The Second Chapter is brought to you by Slackline Productions, a production company dedicated to redressing the balance of women's stories being told and who's telling them, with a specific focus on women 35+. plus. For more about Slackline, visit slacklineproductions.co.uk. Thanks again.